On tonight's episode, we watched Unfriended. Wait, are we not friends anymore? Cha 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 cha. Scare, 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 scare. Because the scariest thing about friendship is losing it. Oh, okay. to the flop house i'm dan mccoy oh i'm Stuart wellington it's like you it's like you were an illiterate person signing your mark on a contract <laughs> but instead of that you can't talk so you open a beer and i'm elliot kalen dan why are we so much spookier tonight or the- today if you're listening it during the day which i wouldn't recommend <laughs> The most magical time of the year, Shocktober. Oh, the long-awaited month where we watch all horror movies as opposed to merely mostly horror movies. (laughs) It's been a while since we watched horror movies. The spirit of Shocktober flies around, tossing gifts into your ears. (laughs) That's how it works. That's what I learned at Sunday school. (laughs) Like, what sort of gifts does it toss into your ears? Uh, fucking podcasts like this oh, one okay. and some bananas. <laughs> some it's bananas, tr- which is definitely not a podcast. <laughs> the most, not the my most banana podcast <laughs> where I eat a banana and then review it. <laughs> it's called simply bananas. That one, <laughs> sure. This banana is plain tain or plantain. <laughs> What I love about it is the audience that's a, can, that's a five out of ten. The audience can never like <laughs> Oh, I heard that banana was good. I'll try it. You ate it, it's gone. <laughs> that's the thing. You're always chasing the, the next banana. You might as well do a podcast where you're reviewing the weather. It's <laughs> like today was pretty nice. Okay, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that information now. Hmm. Um So what do we do on this podcast we're oh, talking sorry. about? Uh, you I was, don't review bananas. I was That's enjoying that. Banana. That would be crazy. <laughs> or another word for crazy, bananas. <laughs> no, uh, on this podcast. As Gwen Stefani reminded us. Mm-hmm. We watched When bad. she married Gavin Rossdale. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is bananas. Uh, we watched a bad movie and we talk about it. And tonight and we watched. Shocktober. What do we do on Shocktober? Well, we watch horror movies because it's the spookiest time of the year. I'll tell you what I think is the scariest time of the year. Tax season. Oh, <laughs> oh man, don't get him started. So am I ready for the blue-collar comedy tour yet? Or? <laughs> well, I mean, there needs to be more, I don't know, stuff about the color of your neck. What if I did like this? What kind of vehicles you have on I'll tell you what your... my truck thinks is the scariest time of NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. Tax season. There you go. Mm-hmm. And what if I end it with Obama. a yuck? Um, so no, Don't patronize me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so Shocktober, scary yeah. movies. We watched a movie tonight. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Dan, take it away. We're all shivering on the couch, clutching each other for comfort, mm-hmm. clutching our pearls, <laughs> <laughs> hoping that a robber would not steal them in the dark. Uh, we watched a movie called Unfriended, a horror movie for the digital age. <laughs> yeah, 
I believe you're talking about. Oh shit, did you just read the poster? <laughs> I believe you're referring to D. Snyder's Strangelands, Dan. <laughs> oh, I thought I was I talking about it, fear.com. I thought you were talking about Lawnmower Man <laughs> to the Revenge of Job. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Cyber Howl, <laughs> an online werewolf movie I just made up. Here's the thing he turns into a werewolf online. <laughs> HTTP colon backslash backslash scare. Yeah, backslash backslash. Backslash. Is that like an HP Lovecraft? You know what? Backslash would be a pretty good name for a horror movie. Backslash is a pretty good sure. name for a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, like a Romanian vampire. <laughs> oh, I see. The W has become. I thought it was www.ampire like. Empire. That's my my off-brand Empire fan site. (laughs) Spookemups.gov. America on Scared. (laughs) That's terrible. Okay, well, what about... uh, 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 CompuScare. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. Prodigy, but scary. Mm -hmm. Angel Angel Fires of Hell. Netscar. (laughs) Boogans.biz. Really a dot biz <laughs> yeah. domain name? Okay. It's a business. Uh, Corpse.pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's a pizza? Okay. Look it up. It's one of those modern... Uh, Families. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so, so let's fire this fucking thing up. Unfriended isn't... <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> I'm Elliot Kalen. <laughs> I'm Stuart Willingtown. And I'm the ghost with the most. Beetlejuice? <laughs> yep. Wow, that's a huge You said gift. my name three times. I only said I it feared. once, and it was after you showed up. <laughs> I said Candyman three times, you showed up. I'm talking to your manager. He's busy. <laughs> this is not the ghost he I ordered. He me. <laughs> He's got stuff to do. He's making a personal appearance in Vegas. <laughs> And you didn't put a notification on your site that Candyman would be unavailable for the day? He figured that I was pretty good. I was a pretty good replacement. I mean, you're great. I love you, Beetlejuice. You're great, but you're not a Candyman. Candyman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're pretty great. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Candyman, can I put that on my business cards? (laughs) (laughs) An endorsement from (laughs) C-Man. And then there's, it also says, not bad from J-Man, which is Juana Man. <laughs> now, Which is totally a movie and not something you just made up. No, it's a real movie, unlike that Werewolf Online movie, which I did make up. Cyber Howell? Hollywood. Cyber Howell, yeah. It stars C. Thomas Howell as an internet billionaire who uploads his brain onto the, onto the net, creating Cyber Howell. <laughs> So, so he can star in a web series of Soul Man. <laughs> wow. That's one way to do it. To end the race crisis in America? Yes. yes. <laughs> so anyway, Unfriended, or yeah. as I'm going to continue to call it, Unfriendable, mm-hmm. is about, it's a horror movie that takes place on the internet. The entire film is seen on one screen, which is where there's a Skype hangout happening between a bunch of high school friends yeah. who have a lot of secrets, which will out in time. Secrets and lies. And <laughs> a little bit of violence. And by a little bit of violence, I mean very little violence. Yeah. Oh, boy. Mm. A lot of just chatting. Chatting away. And then... So this is a movie that came out in movie theaters, right, guys? It certainly did. And yeah, it did very well. it didn't just come out on your computer. <laughs> it didn't just come it out didn't, of my computer. It didn't yep. come out of a woman's uterus. No, it came out <laughs> sure. in movie theaters. It didn't burst forth from Zeus's skull. <laughs> <laughs> Fully formed. <laughs> 
And didn't did emerge it, on a seashell out of the ocean. So did, it, did it just show up at your door, knocking on the door and say, hey, it's me, unfriended. Wearing nothing but a trench <laughs> like, I guess, coat. I guess I'll let you in. That's never been a <laughs> part of a curse or anything. <laughs> yep. I'll let you cross my threshold, even though I've placed ru- uh, new rushes down to prevent such spirits <laughs> from entering the home. <laughs> okay, I so the so reason I ask... Wisdom. The reason I ask is because this this movie looks like I'm looking at a computer screen the whole time. Yeah, so that's the gimmick. I would imagine it'd be disoriented, disorienting to see on a big movie screen. Well, the whole time you're like, this is the biggest computer I've ever seen. <laughs> Why are they showing a movie on it? They should be using it to solve the world's problems. <clears throat> or playing like uh, one of them video games, like a World of Warcraft. Or, like, or playing Descent, like in Hackers, when they go to that hangout and they play Descent on that huge screen. Oh... I just remember oh. a bunch of skateboarding in that movie. They were skateboarding while someone was playing Descent on a big screen. It was Descent, right? That shooter game for um, the PlayStation? Maybe? I don't, I don't remember. Look, all I remember is Hackers. Go out to your radio store and rent mm-hmm. it today. Mm-hmm. Starring Fisher Stevens as... <laughs> I mean, he's the villain. Fisher Stevens. <laughs> he's playing himself? I assume so. <laughs> so unfriended. Let's talk. I assume so. <laughs> you assume that unless notified by a male ahead of time, every actor is playing themselves in the movies. Yeah. Well, particularly Fisher Stevens. I'm, I can't see him and think that he's anyone else. Uh, well, he disappears into the part of Ben in Short Circuit That's and Short true. Circuit 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes a tough man to make a tender racist. That's racist. <laughs> Very racist. Fisher Stevens got away with it because he's America's sweetheart. You can't get away with it. <laughs> yeah. He made a man. He said, I look, I made that racist movie, but now I'm going to save a bunch of dolphins. Are we okay, America? Are we cool? Mm-hmm. And America said, we are cool, Fisher Stevens. <laughs> Our here's the beloved the turtle city. man. <laughs> so anyway, here's the key to the city of America. Yeah. <laughs> so unfriended. There's a bunch of friends. It starts out two teenagers are mm-hmm. sexting on their Is that Skype. sexting if you're... W- well, I guess it's not text. So it's, Is this what teenagers like do? A, they're just talking to each other on their Skypes, and they're hinting at they're how they're... Video sex. After a little bit of weird foreplay involving a fake play threatening with a knife, yep. uh, the girl it's says Chekhov's that... It's Chekhov's knife, by the way. It is Chekhov's knife. It has his name written on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you check the fingerprints, you'll find that Anton Chekhov was the last one to use that knife. Sure. You're right. Take him away, boys. But I am great short story and playwright. How could I commit murder? <laughs> Sorry, Chekhov. Take him away. No, it's not me. It was Uncle Vanya who did it. <laughs> So I'm supposed to believe that your fictional character came into our world like in some sort of monkey bone situation. (laughs) Who's the other one? (laughs) No, okay. Classic monkey bone. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a 1042, Dan. It's the (laughs) movie that without that movie, Whoopi Goldberg never would have entered the sci-fi fantasy genre. We'd have no Theodore Rex. But anyway. We haven't said anything about Unfriended yet. Mm. So these two, these these teens are making plans. They're going to lose their virginity. I thought to each it started other. with her watching videos of her friend's suicide. Oh, you're right. Okay, before the teens are talking, oh, this movie really blurs together my mind because it's all teens talking on screens. Teens on screens. Tonight at eleven. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the uh, you're right. It opens with we see a video of a girl uh, drunk at a party, and mm-hmm. then later that video, there's video of her killing herself in a public place. She's a teenager. And she's dead now. Yep. Uh-oh, why did she do it? What was in that video where she was drunk at a party that was so embarrassing? She had no recourse but to blow her own brains out on a basketball court. Yep. Film at 11. <laughs> now, 
So uh, it's being watched by Bailey, who's uh-huh. a teen girl. I thought it was Blair. 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 Is a teen girl. I don't remember these characters' names. <laughs> Bailey does sound like a teen girl name. Sure, it does nowadays. Uh, everyone's using weird names these days. Bailey, mm-hmm. Blair, Beetle Bailey. Be- yeah, Beetle <laughs> Bailey is. I mean, most girls are named after Beetle Bailey now. They're either named Beetle or Bailey. And they're named uh, Sarge. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. General Halftrack. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Buxley. <laughs> yeah. Shoe. First name mix. Miss last name Buxley. The name is Shoe. It's not a Moore Walker character. Croc. They're named after Rumpled Duck <laughs> journalist Shoe. Yeah. Uh, it's an odd name for a person or a duck. <laughs> it's an odd name for anything other than a shoe. Yeah, okay. So, so we, so we learned that this girl was embarrassed by a video of her drunk at a party. She killed herself. We learned that through... So, uh, sometimes this movie will introduce text on the screen, and you see... You see a cursor slowly go over it to make sure that you're, the, the viewer is catching all of what's written down. It takes four fucking ever for anyone to click on anything in this movie. This movie is... It's th- designed for the slowest readers. <laughs> I mean, those are the people... Who, like, teens would go to horror movies. Yeah. Those would be fast readers. Yeah. But, uh, and I'm generalizing terribly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's a, the, one of the problems with the movie is that... And it's not a wholly unsuccessful movie. But one of its problems yeah, is I that... Yeah, I mean, critically, it did okay. This... This is like on the edge of, this is on the razor's edge of our purview. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We're really, we're walking a tightrope with this one, folks. Uh, is that it takes every, the, the clicking on things is very slow. A link will pop up, and like Dan's saying, it'll hold for a long time as you wait for Blair to sudden, to like finally click on this thing. And it, I, they're building suspense some of the time, but sometimes they're just being slow. And she's just like moving her cursor around the whole time, too. It's not just... Well, yes, her computer doesn't fall asleep. Like, uh, what do I... Do I click on... I don't know. You can imagine... I, click, I don't... I, maybe I should There's a lot of parts where she's typing things and then deleting them or thinking about typing stuff and then deleting it. And one time that gives us some information we wouldn't otherwise have, mm-hmm. but usually it's just kind of time filler. But so she yeah, was... Yeah, is the director off off camera like... Telling the person to stretch out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because they shot this in real time yeah. with, the, with the actress actually operating the keyboard. Yeah, and this movie's only a hair over 80 minutes long. So Perfect. even with the stretching, you know. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's in, a, out, and done. It could, this could have been a tight 70-minute, like, bottom half of a double bill. Right, back right. In the Back in ye old days before the internet. Ironic. Because mm-hmm. what would they make the movie about? Four people on like a this would be know, like, some like kind a party of crazy line like, future future movie <laughs> like a telephone party line or something telegraphing each other they're just telegraphing each other videos <laughs> <laughs> there, there there was a there was a uh, there was an embarrassing description in the local uh, like Penny Dreadful it was just a, like mm-hmm. a time lapse of several weeks where the Pony Express <laughs> delivers a photograph to I like how <laughs> in our minds technology it was either the Pony Express and telegraphs or the internet and Skype there's nothing yeah, in there's between. Nothing in between. I so, know, there are steamships in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, steamships of the mind floating through the clouds. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so so I guess Blair was remind, remembering her friend Laura killing herself. Mm-hmm. And then she gets interrupted by a call from her boyfriend who's not wearing a shirt. They have their weird flirting involving a knife. And they yep. say, I think on prom night we should do it finally. And he's like, what? what? That's great. Suddenly, they're broken in on by their friends who are all Skype calling each other. Yeah, all the, the gang's all here. There's... 
Blair and her boyfriend, Mitch. Mm-hmm. There's Adam, who's kind of the jerk. He's the A.C. Slater of the group. There's Ken, who's kind of like... <laughs> I think the- you're misrepresenting A.C. Slater. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's Ken- A.C. Slater is the slightly more aggressive, slightly l- less smart Zach. Yeah, but he's not. He's an army brat. He's not wealthy like Adam is in this movie. <laughs> I guess that's true. You're right. They're totally different. Uh, I'm just trying to map these characters. Okay. You've got Jess, who is... Uh, she's blonde. Not, yeah. That's her trait. She's blonde and kind of mean, but she's not... She's supposed to be kind of slutty, I think. Yeah, but she's not a Jesse Spano or a Lisa Turtle, so we okay. don't really know who she is. Blair is clearly the Kelly Kapowski. So, so why is her Ken, last name Turtle? Because <laughs> uh, her dad's a turtle. And then, <laughs> Wait, who's the fat party dude? He's Screech. Okay. The nerd, because he uses, has computer skills de- later on, and he is totally undateable by any of the other leads. All right. Uh, checks out. Your math checks out. Okay. And he's wearing an all-over print t-shirt, which is a sign of a real party dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he talks at one point about how he made his own salsa. So that happens, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> uh, it's Chekhov salsa. They're it's all talking. Move. And they, <laughs> salsa. They kill some time for a while, just kind of being teens, faux insulting each other, talking about whatevs. Uh, and then they notice that there's a mysterious an, a person who's just represented by a graphic, the <clears> Skype, <throat> just kind of generic graphic, who's been listening in on their conversation, and none of them can seem to figure out how to hang up on this person. It's almost like there's a ghost in the machine. But mm-hmm. whereas that term really means kind of like the spirit inside of our physical being, you know, the soul, if you will. Yeah. Here it means a literal ghost that's inside of a computer. But we don't know that yet because uh, a ghost inside uh, a g-g-g-g-ghost. computer. <laughs> uh, the I don't. It's, it would be sad if you thought somebody was really scared, but it turned out they just had a stutter. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Anyway, uh, long story short, this faceless thing starts interacting with them and sending messages to Blair uh, implying, or not implying, hinting or outright stating that, that this is actually the ghost of Laura Barnes, their friend. Their friend, Laura, who was cyberbullied into killing herself. How come? What's in that video that we need to find out about? And that's like intercut with her like checking this forum that has news about people who interact with ghosts and then kill themselves. <laughs> the forum is literally handles. like, do news not communicate. It. It's yeah. like warning. Do not communicate with ghosts on your computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's and, a bulletin about her on Facebook. <laughs> this the, lady uh, communicated with a ghost on her computer, and then three days later, she died. That's basically what yeah. it says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, this is basically Samara from The Ring, who, but instead of coming out of a TV, just kills you with your computer. Yeah, she yeah. lives in the internet. <laughs> Terry, yep. Terry Brooks is sh- sort of Shamara. She feeds on <laughs> fan art. <laughs> oh, wow. The more the more slash fic about Kirk and Spock she reads, the stronger she gets. Mm-hmm. There's slash fic about everything, dude. It's crazy. That's true. That's true. Go on. I think, bet there's fucking unfriended slash fic. Do you think there's there. any Bill Clinton Al Gore slash fic? Oh man. Let's check it out. All right, and Dan. Just, bring it up on your computer. Yep, no safe so search. Lo- we want it, we want the <laughs> FBI to know about this. Alright, there it is. A million hits. <laughs> <laughs> Enhance. Okay. Enhance. It's called Lover in Chief. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It story checks out. It's very romantic. It's a lot of cuddling. <laughs> wow, you read that fast. <laughs> yeah. Dan's a speed reader, which is why this movie doubly bothered him. Because mm-hmm. he not he was able to read things many times over before people clicked on them. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, one by one, everyone gets unnerved and freaked out by this thing, which seems to know secrets about all about of them. And... Uh, yeah, it's a ghost. That's why it knows it. But we, it's kind of, for a while, Blair thinks that her boyfriend is trying to prank her, and she thinks everybody else is trying to prank them. Everybody turns on each other. They bring a, another friend in. A friend of theirs, Val, shows up, who none of them really like. 
And she... She's like one of those queen bee types. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, She's like a real mean girl. Okay. Yeah. She's kind of a clueless. Okay, thank you for... Uh, She's kind of a knight of the comet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) She's a real bring it on. She's not an easy A. No. Uh, She's kind of a Heather. Oh, okay. Yeah, from the film of the same name. Is she a Beetlejuice? <laughs> no, neither is she a greatest show on earth. How about a Drive Me Crazy? Is she one of those? Uh, maybe, yeah, possibly. Or She's Gone Crazy. Or Ten Things I Hate About You. She's a real... She's out of control. License. Oh, that's what I was thinking. She's a real My Father the Hero. <laughs> mm. Okay. I've got her pictured now. Okay. You painted a real word picture for is me. She, uh, My Father is a Hero, the uh, Jackie Chan movie. Or is it a Jelly movie? I think it's Jelly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I thought you said Jelly movie. Is it a Jelly movie? <laughs> yeah. That's how little kids say Jelly. <laughs> I want to see, see Once Upon a Time in China with Jelly. <laughs> when you say you're making them a peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and they're like, how did you get Jelly into that sandwich? <laughs> I'm terrified. I don't want to eat. That sandwich packs a punch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to eat it, man. <laughs> yep. This sandwich this kid has is really, a kick to it. This sandwich. <laughs> kid has a real knowledge of Jet Li's filmography. This sandwich has the USDA recommended daily allowance of Iron Monkey. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Val, it re- is revealed, she was one of the people who cyberbullied Laura. Laura mm-hmm. sent her a text saying, why did you do this? You know, I'm sorry I was mean. And Val said, why don't you kill yourself? And Laura did. And mm-hmm. Val is like, ah, ah, I didn't, ah. And they lose sight of her. Then she shows back up on, the, and they're like, what happened to Val? What happened to Val? She shows back up on the phone. She's not moving. And yeah, there's she's a bottle totally of, Blair Witching it. There's a <laughs> bottle of bleach next to her. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of falls over. Then the police come by. She's called the police. And I guess yep. the ghost told her not to call the police. I forgot about that part. And the it's police okay. come by and she's, they, they name it a suicide by bleach. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, but they do it with police codes, so that lets us uh, lets our heroine Blair or Bailey, as we've come to know her, <laughs> to, uh, to, to, come to, <laughs> to Google search police codes, and we figure out she's committed suicide, and then the police accidentally show her face, and for a moment we stare into the depths of madness. Mm-hmm. The ska band. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we, they're all freaked out. They're like, ah, our friend Val, ah, ah, ah. And you know how it's going to go. One by one, different secrets will be revealed and characters will be offed. Uh, Ken gets killed next because of course he does. He's the least, he's the one, he's the party dude that is not like a super fit mama type. He's he's, he's got a rude attitude, he's crude and rude, and his attitude is... His jokes are lewd. Yeah, I'm glad he's not nude. (laughs) His favorite Cronenberg movie is The Brood. (laughs) He loves the crude. The way he likes his beats, stewed. (laughs) Uh, Favorite type of gum, already been chewed. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite French chef, Daniel Balud. (laughs) His favorite psychologist is Frood. He mispronounces it. He's pretty dumb. <laughs> but he's the smart guy because he gives them a program that, yeah. l- that lets them uh, kick the ghost off their Skype call. So this ghost says, if you hang up, you die. We're going to play a game. If you hang up, you die. It's not much of a game. Mm-hmm. And Ken gives them this uh, this program <laughs> that gets rid of Tro- glad you're critiquing the rules of this game. <laughs> well, they play another game later on that's more of a game. Yeah, it's yeah. like fucking Quidditch. Yeah, <laughs> where you score points for no reason since there's a magic yeah. winning machine yeah, thing Yeah, there's a get. snitch that you can just get that shuts the whole fucking game down. Yep. 
Yeah. Stupid fucking game. Hope that snitch gets a stitch. <laughs> <laughs> there were once across the street from us in the park, across yeah. the Daily Show offices, there were kids at like Quidditch camp, and it was the saddest thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> they were just walking around with brooms between their legs, just throwing balls at each other. They were, leave fun, you, they were pretty saddle sore at the end of the day, I'd imagine. Oh yeah, there was a lot of liniment that gets used in Quidditch. <laughs> yeah. That's the scene they cut. They cut out of Harry Potter was uh, <laughs> Harry with his pants off and what's his name Dobbly. <laughs> that elf was just rubbing liniment into his thighs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a red welt across <laughs> his upper thighs. Okay, you know. getting too graphic. Yeah, mm-hmm. look, I was I was towing the line oh, there, yeah. but you. Went too far. Right, right next to his testicles. <laughs> save it for your, <laughs> save it for your Harry Potter house elf fanfic. Right. And then Ron Weasley came in and he said, "Harry, why don't I do that?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Dobby's like, "We can all do that because Dobby talks like I do." <laughs> He's a house elf, dude. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't have an accent. <laughs> I like the idea that people who have accents do it because they give a shit. Like they're just trying too hard. Trying. <laughs> but if you don't care, if you're really cool, you just talk you can drop that. Laid back dude, like drop me or that, You don't need that. Like, you need to make yourself interesting with an accent. <laughs> Just talk He's like, wearing a fucking pillowcase, bro. Talk like a human. <laughs> Just talk regular default human voice, which is American English from the like northeast to Midwest. Anyway, so uh, Ken gets the he because he has dared to Ken fight Cosgrove. the ghost. <laughs> Ken Cosgrove did lose an eye, I guess. Spoiler alert! But uh, Ken has dared to fight the ghost and use his. Uh, Virus tricks. And I'll let me tell you about this. Okay, here's a t- side note. They yeah, Mary did a- Curie over here with his vi- virus tricks. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mary Curie was a radio- was a was a nuclear physicist, oh, or a chemist, shit. rather. She discovered radium. I don't know. <laughs> she wasn't fighting viruses. Not that you know of. I have some real issues to it with your Mary Curie video game, <laughs> where she shrinks down to microscopic size and throws radium at germs and viruses. Yeah. I think you just took an inner space game. Yep, it was it was <laughs> my Dr. Mario sequel. <laughs> we know what the problem is with Dr. Mario. No basis in historical facts. Yep. You have two options, fever or chill, and it's just a difference in music. <laughs> so in history, Dr. Mario was not a real doctor. <laughs> no. He just liked giving women breast exams in the back of a van. He was arrested, thankfully. Before he could disappear down a uh, sewer pipe. Yeah, ironically, the man who arrested him, Officer Wario. <laughs> Hollywood really twisted that tale in the retelling. Uh, so they do a good job with Blair of building up that she's looking at other stuff on her computer. There's just like other mm-hmm. open tabs. And she's having trouble using this uh, using this virus-destroying program and, and erasing the files and deleting them forever because she still has a QuickTime window open that, show, that just says it's Miley Cyrus on SNL. Mm-hmm. And I liked that uh, that was like a real-world moment to have be creating tension in your horror movie that you can't erase the thing because the file is still in use. Yeah. <clears throat> I do like the, uh, even though there was a weird, like, countdown thing that showed up all of a sudden, and sometimes this movie also, uh, like, music cues and sound effects appear, and I don't mean, like, a song plays. It's just, like, scary atmosphere music seems to play in the background every once in a while, and I'm like, is that coming out of the computer? Like, it has to be. Mm-hmm. It's diegetic. Okay. So I like the fact that Ken, when he dies, when the ghost makes him die, 
we've established that he's made the salsa earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just good screenwriting. And he apparently makes his salsa with a blender. And then later on, we see flashes of him with his arm in a blender being like, ah! And then he, br- ah! he snatches the glass and the blender cuts his throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Of course he's using a blender. He's lazy. You think he's going to chop up all those tomatoes? Yeah, I no. guess so. No, he wait, wants dude. to get right to the chilling in the party, dude. <laughs> yeah. As he drinks salsa out of a, out of a blender cup <laughs> in his bedroom. Yeah, he because po- he made the salsa <laughs> with a blender in his bedroom. Hoisted by his own petard, blender-wise. I uh. mean, where else are you guys making salsa? Then in your bedroom. Yeah. Where you it keep seems a weird that he would have a functioning blender in his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but again, he's lazy. He doesn't want to go all the way to the kitchen. But I mean, his parents should have stopped him from doing that. I oh. mean, he eats a quart of salsa every, every I mean, week. I guess it's good that he's eating vegetables, right? <laughs> it's the only way his parents could get him to eat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ken dies, but only after finding a camera in the, in the air vent of his room or something, which is never really explained. Nor does it need to be explained or make sense. It's one of the moments... There are a couple moments where the movie seems to be like trying out what its ghost can do. Mm-hmm. Like when you first get a game in the mail and you're just like pressing... Or in the mail. You just first buy a game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, do you got a fucking Gamefly membership? <laughs> <laughs> you just order it from Amazon or something. Oh, okay. And uh, you, you're trying out all the buttons to kind of see what they do. There's parts in the movie where it's like, can our ghost stick a camera in someone's <laughs> vents? Sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> Will that come in handy? Not really. Yeah, now, why does a ghost need a camera in the first place? That's... To make things spooky. All right. I guess. Or just Movies are a visual medium, Dan. <laughs> <It's just, laughs> I guess just to spy on Ken undressing, maybe. Yeah, well. Look. I mean, it doesn't even necessarily have a physical camera. It could just be like at the manifestation of the ghost or something. That's true. Its eyes are the camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ghost is just hanging on the camera. Now... He also... Uh, yeah, there's no shots of, like, literally a ghost sitting at a computer, like, typing messages to them. They also do... And they, What if this, the ghost is just at the public library using one of the sure, computers? masturbating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, uh, the, one of the things the movie also does is it uses, like, meme-type things a bunch. So the uh, it sends Blair pictures of her in bed with her boyfriend's best friend, Adam, who's also in on this Skype call. But in, in you know, those block white letters that are used in meme pictures, it's like, not your boyfriend, question mark, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Everyone types in, like, teen speak, too. <clears> so it's a lot of, like, the letter U instead of the word U, mm-hmm. just misspellings all over the place. Uh, seriously. Yeah, seriously. It's realism. Anyway. So many question marks. One yeah. by one. One they, question mark will not suffice. Excessive punctuation. Once Ken is out, it's time to play the game I Have Never, or Did never, I ever? Never, never, have never, I ever. never Have I Ever. And the way they play it is, it doesn't matter. But they're, this When is, you were in high school, Elliot, did you play that game a lot? No, it was more of a college game. Okay. Yeah. I played it in I, high school with a bunch of Catholic school girls, and it was crazy. I didn't play, <laughs> really? Yes, it was crazy. So we, uh, I was shamed. The stuff I've heard about Catholic schoolgirls was not just a rumor. It wasn't a rumor, Dan. All your dreams are true. Uh, (laughs) We're gonna have to take a break, everybody. Uh, (laughs) I feel like I dated the wrong Catholic in high school. (laughs) Well, you were dating the Pope. Oh, (laughs) yes. No wonder you didn't get anywhere, Dan. Yeah, he took a vow of abstinence and chastity and popishness. But I feel like. When I played it in college, <laughs> it was just a lot of like you say the thing and then you drink. Rather than here, it was there was a whole elaborate scheme with like you like, you hold up your fingers, you hold up your fingers, and you count it down from five. I think it's just a more visual way of doing it. Yeah, uh, and to build tension. Oh, I forgot earlier. So that that Val 
Uh, it had been the ghost had made it look like the friend Jess had put pictures up of Val, who's we all know will kill herself from, with bleach. Uh, mm-hmm. Like may put up pictures of her at a party where she's getting drunk and high. So the ghost has access to everything that's on everybody's computer and also their Facebook profiles. Ah, oh no! And she's like, that's a nightmare. Look like my mom's sending. my friend on Facebook. <laughs> As was Jess's. Uh, no, Val's. Well, Val's dead anyway. doesn't matter. So they, so Val's dead. Ken's dead. They all reveal their secrets. It turns out they've betrayed each other in petty ways. One call, called the cops on the other one for selling pot. One stole money from another one. Uh, they find out that uh, Jess started a rumor about Blair having an eating disorder. Yeah. and Blair slept with Adam. Matt finds out Blair slept with Adam. Yeah, that's the big deal. And, uh, does, and uh, <clears throat> they, Adam and... Blair both get something printed out on their computers. And Mitch is freaking out. He's like, even though my friends are dying, I am way more upset about the idea that my best friend slept with my girlfriend. And there's yeah. video of it that the ghost sends them. Yeah, you don't watch that video, dude. No, come on. You can't unsee that. But also, as you said uh, while we are watching it, dude, you're in high school. You're going to get over it. Yeah, you'll get over it, man. It gets <laughs> like, better. <laughs> the, uh, but there, Mitch is freaking out. It gets better. Out. When you leave high school, ghosts stop tormenting you. <laughs> <laughs> That's your video, and Dan Savage calls you and is like, Stuart, this video, I appreciate your effort. It is not helpful. This is not the problem that that This does not fit my brand. Also, not true. Ghosts go after adults all the time. It's called a Christmas carol. Watch it or read it. Uh, Yeah, that's a pretty good good, uh, source, yeah. 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 Uh, So, the... So they get something printed out, and Mitch is like, no more secrets. Show me what it is. If you don't show me, I'm going to hang up. And Blair's knows that if Mitch hangs up, he's going to die because a ghost is going to get him. And so she shows him the paper, and it says, if Mitch sees this, Adam dies. And Adam, who was waving a gun around earlier, shoots himself in the head. Ah! Mm -hmm. A quick check back on the message board about whether you should talk to ghosts, where there's a thing at the end about how ghosts can take over your bodies and Mm -hmm. make you commit suicide. Uh, then back to the main conversation. Now it's Jess's turn to die. I don't remember why this time. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. But she runs into the she bathroom. She like defaced her grave. Yeah, I guess something like that. Yeah, she def- and uh, it, she runs oh, into the bathroom. Well, yeah. I just remember that like we never talked about what the video was that caused. Well, we haven't gotten to that part <laughs> yet. Have kill we? Herself. Oh, is it not there yet? I don't remember when they revealed. Don't it. spoil well, the reveal, Dan. Let's just get to Jess's death. <laughs> okay. Jess dies. Uh, it, it, every time someone dies, it, like blips out and then blips back to a quick shot of them dying and then blips out again. And it blips back to Jess, and she and she has a hot curling iron stuffed down her throat, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's just, she's just choking to death, and while burning on the inside. That is ridiculous. That is crazy, and I think I think <laughs> the most horrifying thing is this ghost's imagination. <laughs> yeah. If only it had been some kind of I don't know, was, like a sandwich. It was an ironic, <laughs> like a submarine type sandwich. <laughs> it was an ironic death because the thing she cared most about were her beautiful curly locks. Yeah, which she cut off to buy that watch chain for the ghost. <laughs> oh, but I sold my watch to buy you, the ghost, some combs. But the, wait, hold wait a on. minute. We, I lost track of this metaphor. You just introduced <laughs> the a character to this. <laughs> How many people are in this story, Dan? <laughs> this was a very simple parallel and you have screwed it up big time. Ghost love triangle. How many magis are there? <laughs> there are three, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she then it, the ghost sends them a meme that says, "I uh, she finally STFU, meaning shut the fuck mean? up." Okay. And but you're like, "Oh, I wish it was a wittier meme yeah. that this yeah. ghost had sent." Like, 
You wish this uh, this ghost was like uh, a famous Twitter meme creator. <laughs> yeah, I wish that it was an image of her with a hot iron in her throat and then sunglasses floated down. <laughs> and then it cuts a uh, keyboard cat just playing her off. <laughs> now that would have been a meme. Uh, so I think now is around when we finally see the video. Yeah. Which is, so Laura is drunk at a party boasting about something. And then the video follows her over to where this she's... Is a ghost. Yeah, the, the, she's not a ghost. She's yet, a future though. ghost, okay. as we all are. She's a yeah. pre-ghost. She's a pre-ghost, or an old person, as I call them. Uh, so she's that at the party that night. She got drunk and passed out on the ground and pooped herself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's poop all coming out of her pants, and that's on the video. And it turns out somebody posted that video, and then wrote, and the the name of the video was like, and then they wrote on it, "Leaky Laura," and then the name of the video is "Laura Kill Yourself." Mm-hmm. Now. I mean, now speaking I'm, as a guy who has poop in his pants all the time, Dan, you don't see what the problem is. Yeah, dude, is. I pooped like a million times. <laughs> I'm, it's no, it's NBD, dude. I mean, it's like I wanted someone to say to Laura, "Look, everyone poops." There's a book you can read about it. It gets better. She, okay. she wasn't like you know, Dan Savage calls you again, Stuart. This is I appreciate the enthusiasm. You stop pooping when you get out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> That's one, not scientifically accurate. If anything, you poop a lot more when you're older, and two. It's not, the problem that these teens are dealing with is not that they're pooping. Yeah. It's a natural thing everybody does, and you're like, I know, that's what I'm trying to tell <laughs> if them. If it was natural, why did people tell her to kill herself? <laughs> it's, I shouldn't have worn white shorts. I just, no, I'm <laughs> After gonna, Labor Day. <laughs> I'm not saying that a video of someone pooping themselves wouldn't be like super embarrassing, because it is. Like That would be a super embarrassing thing to happen. I but mean, it's after, not a video of her pooping herself. It's the after effects. It's not like you see her like, <laughs> butthole dilating. straining. <laughs> but Which would be oddly yeah, humanizing. Yeah, the butt is where it came out of, Dan. <laughs> but after all this buildup, I expected something less silly than... I expected it was going to be her like poop, her, her poop with like... Shorts. <laughs> her with like three guys on her or something. Like something where you can understand like this is something that she is ashamed of having either been a part of or she was taken advantage of and she can't live with that shame. Something where there's something really like transgressive just, or horrifying Yeah, viscerally horrifying. Yeah, as, I, I, I kind of like that it wasn't. As opposed to poop in the pants. <laughs> Check out poop pants over here. <laughs> Dude, you guys are playing with fire. You got a ghost that's gonna come kill you soon. <laughs> no, Laura, we were just—we didn't want you to kill yourself. But that's all poopy, bud. No, but it is—it is a weird anticlimax to find out that it's because she passed out with poop in her pants. <laughs> like it's as, as ghost motivations go. <laughs> it's pretty low on it's the scale. Lame. I mean, no, her motivation is that she died. Sure. Well, she made that choice. <laughs> That's a good point. She was cyberbullied. How is she going to race the? F- How is anyone going to hire her in the future, knowing that once she had poop in her pants, <laughs> that kind of thing follows you, much as poop in your pants follows you, because it's in your pants with you. It's trapped in your pants, Dan. So I'm going to jump the gun here, guys, and talk about powers that I wish this ghost had. And one of them I wish is that it would make the room smell like poop when it when it was about to possess somebody. I thought you, I thought you were going to say the power of like. She made like one of the other people poop their pants. Great too. So violently that they die. If it was, if there, if there, if there, if clearly there's no God in the universe of this movie. That's how Thomas Jefferson died, by the way. If there was, he would have given her merely the power to make other people poop in their pants, and the movie would have been five teens on chat being spooked out, and then each of them pooping in front of each other, and then never talking to each other again because they're so embarrassed. The the weirdest, the the biggest coincidence of this movie is that before we started to watch it I, I mentioned how I was scared that I might poop my pants and Dan would make me walk home with pants full of poop 
<laughs> but I, little did I know the movie would revolve. The, the crux of this movie, Horcrux, if you will, no, is a bunch not of not a Horcrux at all. <laughs> Much as It Follows tapped into my personal fear of being chased, your, you, this tapped into your personal fear of poop in the pants. <laughs> yeah. Let it's me tell you. A, it's a loss of control. I live with somebody who poops in his pants all the time, and he seems totally cool with it. Mm. Enjoy it, even. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, he's a little proud sometimes. Uh, so, anyway. So, Blair and Adam are the only ones left. Blair has clearly chosen... No, Matt. Blair or Mitch. Mitch, their names. Mitch. Blair and Mitch, her boyfriend, are the only ones left. Blair's clearly chosen Mitch over Adam by allowing him to be killed by the ghost to save Adam Mitch. Adam getting killed, yeah. Yeah, Adam getting killed. Uh, Jess is dead now. Mm-hmm. And there's just the two of them. Uh, now, earlier, when Blair was typing to Mitch... She was about to tell him over text that Laura had been, I guess, like molested by her uncle when she was younger, and so she had these issues, but she deleted all that and didn't tell him. Now, Laura the, Laura the ghost is like, who put the video up? Mitch put it up, didn't he? Mitch put it up, didn't he? And, Laura's, and uh, Blair is typing, no, Mitch didn't do it, deletes it. No, he didn't. He's innocent. He's a good person, deletes it. And then finally she just types, yeah, he did it. Mm-hmm. And uh, she kills Mitch by having the knife that he was using earlier just fly straight through his eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Laura has... Che- no, Blair. Chekhov's knife. Blair has gone to the message board. Yeah, that knife Chekhov killed us with. <laughs> uh, Blair has gone back to that message board, and it tells her the only way to stop this ghost is to admit wrongdoing. Okay. Uh, there's an easy four-step plan for not for stopping the ghost. <laughs> uh, I don't know why she didn't One read the stop, whole message board. Two drop. Free roll. Open up shop. Or admit wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And then bebop. Rocksteady not included. Now, uh, so so she says, I'm sorry. We're good people. We didn't mean to do this. Da, da, da. And Laura the ghost is like, oh, really? Well, take a look at this video. And she puts up, finally we see the unedited poop pants video. (laughs) And at the end of it. What What the audience has been dying for. We see that though Mitch was the one who uploaded it, twas Blair that shot the tape as she turns the camera around on herself at the end and laughs. Mm-hmm. Bum bum bum. Classic Hitchcock move. This <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is more of a classic M Night Shyamalan move. <laughs> and uh, she, oh no, she's the one who did it. Laura, the ghost, uploads the full video to Facebook. Everyone sees it and starts telling Blair to kill herself. And she's like, "What? No, no, ah!" And then shuts her computer and a ghost kills her. Yeah. <laughs> and a ghost jumps out at her. As you pointed out, Elliot, it seemed like overkill. Like, it <clears throat> seems like it should be like one or the other. Either the ghost publicly shames her or the ghost kills her. Like, publicly shaming her and killing her doesn't really like. It felt a little bit like the end to, of Drag Me to Hell, where she's accomplished the thing she was supposed to do mm-hmm. and she's been chastened. Like, she's no longer the callous person she was, but she goes to hell anyway. Like, because yeah. she yeah. has the wrong coin in her pocket. Although that's one of the things I like about Dragging Me to Hell is like the ultimate punishment so outweighs the crime. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so this movie, I'll give it this. So the movie literally ends with a smash cut to the title card, says Unfriended, and then it goes right in some awesome teen dance music. Oh, yeah. Which had us shaking our booties. We were all mm-hmm. dancing in the dark, just like Bruce Springsteen and uh, I guess. Borny Cox. Yeah, and like Bjork in that movie. What? The Dancer in the Dark movie. Yeah, with oh, yeah. the Bruce Springsteen movie. Or <laughs> yeah. Bjork played Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Bjork Springsteen. <laughs> that is miscasting. I gotta say. She was very good, though. It was miscasting. It's a casting service that, that only puts women into male roles. 
Miscasting, it's called, or Ms. Casting. Anyway. Owned by Tilda Swinton, they say. Big <laughs> uh, legend, say. <laughs> Rumor says Tilda Swinton's behind the whole thing, but I don't know. <laughs> well, thanks, mysterious boxcar hobo. <laughs> Why well, I know so much about Hollywood lore, I don't know. I work for I work for CAA. <laughs> <laughs> you got the goods. I'd like to represent you. I'm really you. enjoying this story, Mr. Oba. <laughs> <laughs> Why, is somebody tickling you? What's going on? Yep, you can't see it because we're on the phone right now. But it's my 3 p.m. tickling. <laughs> okay, I mean... I leave the hedonistic Hollywood lifestyle. I got someone to tickle me. I got a tickle man. Don't know who gave this hobo a phone. (laughs) You say tickle man three times in a mirror. He appears and begins to tickle your feet. (laughs) Anyway, or tickle juice. Anyway, so let me say this about the movie. I didn't Mm. love it. Mm -hmm. I didn't even kind of like it. (laughs) Let's but I feel like. But I feel, but I feel wow, like. Wow, pre-final judgment. But, but, yeah, what categories, like, but for a movie, but I want to say for a movie that is a static shot of a screen and everything's just moving around on that screen, uh-huh. I thought they did a very good job of keeping focus and not having you feel like you were just watching one image for an entire yeah. film. I mean, like it's not. And they don't. I don't think they break the rules of the movie very much. No, I don't think. Aside from the giving, aforementioned weird music cues and and when they give the ghost extra powers. But yeah, like yeah, for well, the most, but they, I feel like yeah, they, you don't know anything about ghosts. They could have every power in the book. All I know is I ain't afraid the of ghost them. power book. Yeah, <laughs> ghost power book. Now let's uh, do. It's called the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> the holiest of ghosts. No, so okay, we can do final. Judgments. No, let's do Shocktober final judgments. Is this totally scarifying? Is it totally snorifying? Or is it frightfully funny? Uh, Elliot, you've already... Well, it doesn't really fit those categories. (laughs) I didn't think it was totally scarifying. (laughs) But then it wasn't totally snorifying either. Like I said, it was not... I didn't love it, but I thought that as an experiment in doing a movie like this, it was successful much of the time. From a directorial point of view, I think the concept was very successful. I found the characters entirely irritating, and the punishment did not fit the crime. Like we were saying, uh, mm-hmm. the revelation that it was poop pants <laughs> that, was the, that was the cause of the, of the whole mystery uh, was an anticlimactic one. I felt like this was not the right... This was a great vessel, and the story that was filling that vessel was not the right one. Yeah, I'm gonna They go did with... not let the right one in to the uh, vessel. Yep. So if this vessel was a pair of pants, this it, movie didn't poop... Poop the pants full of poop. No, the movie would be poop. A thing you don't want in pants. This movie, this should, this these pants deserve to shapely behind, but instead they got poop. Okay, I'm gonna go with you on this. Uh, I thought I kind of liked it, but it's it's more that I was like impressed. Like I saw the trailer for this, I'm like, this is gonna be shit. And largely, it was literally largely (laughs) in their pants. Yeah, the uh, but but mostly it was they mostly like pulled off the conceit of the movie, but the one thing that it was not was scary. Yes. Like, every time they killed someone, it was the silliest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Mr. Uh, put his hand in a blender or uh, curling iron down the throat. Like, there was not a lot of... Knife in the eye. Genuine scare. There was not a lot of genuine suspense, but I was engaged Yeah, I felt through the movie. I felt engaged in it, too. They, I feel like it would have been scarier if just... Their screens blipped, and when it came back, they were missing. Mm-hmm. And they just weren't there anymore. Like, the violent deaths, if anything, helped defray the tension too much. Yeah. 
It was like the the uh, doorman scene in Macbeth. I would say I'm going to give this movie. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about Macbeth? Would they more? call him a doorman back then? Yeah. Uh, I would give this movie a shriekfully <laughs> decent to watch. <laughs> uh, I, there were some things that worked really well. Like I liked the way the, uh, the, the cameras were constantly like digitizing the images. So you're getting yeah. a lot of after images. And, and that was, was generally, they're frightening thing. When you see someone's because face I, kind of distort that way, it's genuinely frightening. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that stuff is creepy yeah. just in general. Um, that's why I don't have a lot of those like sexy video conversations with people. Um, <laughs> that's the only reason. Um, cause you could have them if you wanted. Oh yeah. Why not? I'm, I'm a super famous podcaster, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I go that far. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Like the, Im- like the imagery in it, a lot of it was really like the way they did those digitizing bits was really good. Yeah. And the, I feel like you were mentioning ways that it could have been better and yeah, like either just disappearing or, Tying in with, some, well, I mentioned the ring earlier, but I thought the ring did a good job of showing a person who was killed by mysterious means, and it's totally gross and horrifying. Um, yeah, and they didn't have to like have somebody stick his face on a blunder. It was like the the like jigsaw like Nightmare on Elm Street aspect of those killings, yes. where it was it it could have been spookier grossness if it wasn't goofy grossness. Yeah. Goofy grossness. Goofy grossness. <laughs> That's the uh, the goofy porn movie. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. And we host the first podcast ever made, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Every Monday, we put out the first ever advice comedy podcast ever. They found our podcast on Dead Sea Scrolls. We're the Hammurabi Code of podcasts, and we're ready to entertain you with jokes that we invented the first jokes. So join us every Monday on MaximumFun.org. You'll never crack our code, Dan Brown. Just try me. It's history in the making. And in the fake. And it's all yours for the taking. Stu, you wanted to uh, say something before we got into... Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you. We, or I guess give a shout out. Uh, over the past week or so, we've received at Ye Old Flop, uh, Flop House News, uh, wait, Letter Center. Our News, HQ. Yeah, HQ. Uh, we received some things from listeners. So I want to say thank you to Cal Scoothorpe. I'm probably not pronouncing that. All the way in shiny Australia. Shiny? <laughs> shiny old. Uh, the sun is shining down on Australia, and hopefully on you, Cal. Uh, thank you for sending me a Blu-ray copy of Razorback. I can't wait to watch that. I think it's about a killer pig. And and another thank you and shout out to Jonathan Bergdahl, who sent sent us uh, all of us floppers a copy of the uh, a copy of some old Duck, uh, Duck Donald Duck comics, mm-hmm. Carl Barks comics. My son is enjoying them as it already. And he loves ducks as well as sending us a uh, Screwballs movie poster from Oscar uh, Oscar winner Screwballs. Nice. Uh, and I want to thank Eric uh, for sending a copy of. Uh, Joe R. Lansdale's Christmas with the Dead on DVD, signed by uh, Mr. Joe R. Lansdale. I love that guy. Himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also want to say, there have been some gifts in the past that I unfortunately have forgotten <laughs> to thank people for. 
And I apologize. No, no, they're just, their ghosts will come get you through a computer. No, I'm terrible. I'm a terrible producer. I'm a terrible person. And I keep if going. You, if you, just you pile have, up those gifts on your bed and sleep on them like Smaug. If you've sent <laughs> things to the podcast, uh, rest assured that they're greatly appreciated. And I'm sorry if I've forgotten to thank you by name on the show. Don't look at me. See, genuine contrition. That keeps you from getting killed by a ghost. Uh, mm-hmm. It didn't in this movie. <laughs> She didn't seem that genuine. That's yeah. true. That's a good point. Um, but before we move on, just a note, the Flophouse is brought to you in part by Squarespace. Squarespace? No. Squarespace. No, Squarespace. Uh, the all-in-one website platform. Now, Dan, I've been, listeners for a while know I've been trying to get a website off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Empire.com? It's not Empire.com, my, uh, although maybe I'll steal that from you. Uh <laughs> I've been trying to get a website off the ground. This is a new idea I have. It's called duckvomit.org. Now, it's a charitable group, hear me out, that finds out when ducks vomit and finds out why they vomited to maybe help them not do it in the future. Is this duck drinking too much? Did it eat some bad food? Uh, Is it bulimic? These are all questions we have about ducks, and duckvomit.org is a charitable organization that's trying to get to the bottom of it. Now, we need a website so we can accept donations. Mm Mm-hmm. How do I set one up? Well, you know what? I'll tell you something. Squarespace sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level with no coding required. Good, because my skill level is abysmal. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that href equals something, and that's as far as I've gotten. Well, if you want to set up uh, this horrible, horrible website. Uh, who's, what's horrible? Helping ducks? You can start <laughs> you have your, a real issue? You can start your free trial uh, today with no credit card, no credit card required. <laughs> At squarespace.com. Are you okay, Dan? Are you? <laughs> did you vomit recently? <laughs> and are you a duck? Because I have a website that will hopefully help you soon, thanks to Squarespace. If you want to set up a website with I Squarespace, yep. you can use the offer code FLOP, that's F-L-O-P, to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Okay, Dan, I have another idea for a website. All right. Do you think Squarespace okay. will be able to help me? It's called poopantsvid.xxx. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. I was inspired by this movie. I think there's a real market for people to watch people pooping in their pants. Now, it's a .xxx site, but it's not for sexual purposes. This is a medical site, or for entertainment purposes. <laughs> <laughs> any, <laughs> any diagnoses gained off of poopants.xxx are not legally binding, and we cannot be held responsible so dan uh one do you want to submit a video because it's all user submitted content <laughs> two how, so what do i use squarespace i go and do i have to know how to code or anything no you don't need to know how to code <laughs> and what's that offer code if when you're setting up this poop pants site <laughs> it's flop f-l-o-p okay or 10 percent off um but now but move now. on to letters from listeners letters from listeners you asked and we provided the hottest letters in the business. <laughs> These letters are all nude and all ready oh, for all nude. action. Action letters. Call in now and talk to the sexiest letters Flophouse listeners have sent in. I'm a letter and I'm not wearing clothes today. <laughs> no letters are wearing clothes. It would be weird. <laughs> Call in now. These letters are not wet because it would be hard to read the ink. That these letters are dry and on paper. I'm dry as a bone. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. are these letters shaved? They have no hair. <laughs> thanks for answering your own question. <laughs> Thank you. Letters. So, 
Call our party line. <laughs> wow, there's a party line too. Okay. At 1-900-976-flopletters.com. Uh, all right. So you this, have to spell out D-O-T because it's a phone. This first letter goes like this. Hello, flop hunks. I went through a hard breakup a while ago, and your show constantly helped me to laugh through a bad time. We're glad we could help you. And also acted as a guide when I just started. I just decided to start dating again. A friend set me up with her cousin. <laughs> Thanks, Stu. A friend set me up with her cousin. He's cute, an architect, likes movies and brunette girls. It'll be great. Tom Selleck and three men and a baby? Yeah. He's the uh, architect, right? I think so. Or the dad on Brady Bunch. Okay. I went to dinner with this man who is bearded and scholarly looking. Okay. Ooh, a Dan type, I cooed to myself. During dinner, <laughs> he told me that he really enjoyed older classic movies and musicals. Ooh, an Elliot type, I amended in my mind. I really like the older Disney movies, too, my date said. Imagine my abject horror at the words that he said next. My favorite has to be The Happiest Millionaire. Yowza. The date went downhill, and for other reasons besides a terrible taste in film, I did not see him again. Smash cut to a few months ago when I was riding the Bart and listening to episode 124, Stolen. R- riding a guy St- named Bart. Olin. I was not, laughing. not riding the, the Bay Area rapid transit system. <laughs> I was laughing so hard at age that I started to choke on my gum. A man from across the carriage came over and slapped me on the back, effectively saving my life. I looked up into the eyes of my rescuer. Ooh, a Stuart type. We've been uh. happily dating ever since, and it's all thanks to you three. My heroes. All my flopping love. P. P.S. Stuart, can you please say dinosaur? Mm, yeah, that's the <clears> stuff. <throat> Dino Sour. <laughs> I don't think that's what she wanted. <laughs> I think it's pretty close to what she wanted. Uh, that's well, from Paloma, that, last name with That's a Paloma, that's an inspiring tale of romance deferred and defound. Thank you. I'm that, glad we could play a part in it. That's an inspiring tale of uh, mine and Elliot's types being rejected in mm-hmm. favor of a Stuart type. It happens sometimes, it's guys. It's called Life. Yeah. And it happens a lot. And, and it's a serial. It gets, guys, <laughs> guys, it gets better. Uh. <laughs> is that the video? Again, Stuart Hyde, it's me, Dan Savage. Uh, I'm not even <laughs> sure what this video is targeted at two people who are friends of yours. I don't know why you couldn't just tell them this instead of making a video and putting it on our It Gets Better website. Shoulder shrug. Speaking of, uh, Stuart, it's me, Dan Savage. I have a poop pants based <laughs> video. Is there a website I could upload it to, maybe that is used to user yeah, generated content? It, Poopantsvid.xxx. Now, is that... Now, this isn't a porn movie. No, this is for medical and entertainment purposes. <laughs> but, okay, I'll, I'll put it up there right away. Thanks very much. Dan Savage again. Thanks, Stuart. <laughs> uh, this next letter. It seems to me that you were all unaware while blithely discussing vampires that you invoked the name of the vampire with the fewest known number of weaknesses. Count Chocula. There's a Wiki- Wikipedia page that proves this. And uh, she includes a link to a Wikipedia page that shows that Count Chocula's only known weakness is get soggy and milk. (laughs) Why would you throw a vampire in milk? (laughs) There's a good reason we don't invite Count Chocula into our home. Well, that and diabetes. Keep up the good work. Amy, last name withheld. Well, Amy, a a pertinent warning. Yeah, (laughs) the most powerful of vampires. I thought he was was weak against the... Talons of the fruit brute. Mm. No, no, they're friends. Oh, they're 
Wait, do they like hang out and stuff? Or? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's some sort of monster mash. Or? Yeah, Booberry has a poker game every mm-hmm. week. Yeah, they, they do go. not invite Yummy Mummy. Uh, of course not. <laughs> he, he can't. He has no tells because his face is wrapped in, <laughs> sure. in bandages. Uh, and what's that? Fran- what's the Frankenberry? Is that the other one? Yeah, Frankenberry's yes. the one. That so, who or is was- it Frankenberry's monster? Now, this is a, a big dilemma that we've had a lot. Uh, it's Frankenberry is just a cereal named after its creator. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that Frankenberry's monster appears on the box is a totally different issue. That's a rights thing. Okay. Uh, Frankenberry, the doctor, is a kind of Thomas Pynchon type. He doesn't want to appear in photographs, and he creates cereal. And monsters, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, he cobbles together cereal from bits and pieces of other cereals. Yeah, yeah. That's why when you open it up, there's like a little bit of Lucky Charms. There's a Cheerio. There's a Crispix. It's mm, all in it there. Sounds like the contents of my couch cushions. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Uh, so this next letter, uh, as connoisseurs of all forms of cinema, no I was wondering. Like that. <laughs> I was wondering. Connoisseurs. <laughs> I was wondering what your thoughts are on film titles that are questions and the corresponding Like answers. who's Harry Crumb? <laughs> so what I was going to say, dude. For instance. Uncle Buck? <laughs> Gone with the wind? For instance, question. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Answer. Doc Brown. Question. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Answer. Gargantuan mom, special brother, shagging Mary Steenburgen. Question. A talking cat? Answer. I know, right? <laughs> what movie title questions have the most illuminating, amusing, or spoiler-tastic answers? Ben, last name withheld. I mean, maybe what about Bob? I don't know. Yeah. What about Bob? He's just a, he's, he's ir- irritating. He's an irritating guy that everybody loves, but Richie D. Yeah, that's what I call Richard Dreyfus. Now the question, <laughs> you know, I mean, when you need a slice of Dreyfus, <laughs> you mean, just call him. <laughs> hey, Richard D, come on by. You do raise a good question, though. Who is Harry Crumb? <laughs> it's John Candy. <laughs> no, yeah, that's but too on easy. a deeper that's level, that's too obvious. Uh, I think they're trying to pull one over on like, us. Like existentially, who's Harry Crumb? Yeah, what are some other? Uh, I mean, like, there's lots of movies with questions in the title. I don't know. I don't. That doesn't really. Why like killing the great chefs of Europe? <laughs> yeah, you know or. Why did I get married too? Wild hogs? That's not a question. <laughs> Wild hogs? Do you want a man? <laughs> uh, yes, I want a man. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> are you Cajun? What I don't understand. Why would you pronounce it that way? No, no. I, I, it's hard for me to think of any that are particularly dumb, aside from who's Harry Crumb. <laughs> so listeners, write in and remind us of all the great titles that are questions. That are questions. And then we'll respond to those questions with answers. Oh, all right. Okay, yeah, it's a little game we can play. <laughs> Much like a ghost would play. You want to play a game? All right, the sure. Goes. What is it with killers and games? They always want to play them. Yep, it's, it was like what we were talking about the other day, about how... Uh, how all killers are also really like crafty, <laughs> yeah, and how love there, making needs, crafts. there needs to be a movie where the uh, the the FBI serial killer profile goes undercover at a Michael's craft shop <laughs> <laughs> to try and catch the killer. Selling their murders on Etsy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, last letter of the evening. It was a little something like this. Hey, we all know that Elliot is obsessed with words that sound like other words. Mm-hmm. A subset of this it's a mania. compulsion. Is his letter song, in which his neurotic impulse is put to tuneful gibberings. Now, I enjoy the letter song. The best much. part about this episode is that you didn't really do a letter song. No, I, I'm trying something different today. 
I enjoy the letters. It was a letters erotic advertisement. (laughs) As much as the next flopper. But I sense Elliot's rhyming well has run dry. Accordingly, and to jumpstart the letter song segment, in close, please find a list of words that sound like the word letters. I'm taking the liberty of striking those that Elliot has used in the past. Please ask Elliot to laminate this form, Popeye's chicken grease stains, anyone? And carry it with him to future podcasts. Thanks, and keep up the great work. Your podcast could not be any better. Wink? So here are the list of words. Because it rhymes with Eddie Vedder. Yep. Detter. Fredder, go getter. Fredder, oh fuck you, Fred. I see. Oh, I thought it was if like somebody was more Freddy Krueger than Freddy <laughs> Krueger. <laughs> like if the Shredder's real name was Fred. <laughs> like no, Fredder doesn't work. Let's go with something else. <laughs> well, you're covered in knives. It's what Shredder's roommate calls him. <laughs> sure, Fredder, come to my party next week. But he's roommate, be room. what, Rob Schneider? <laughs> <laughs> or Fred Schneider, The Shred maybe. Man! Uh, <laughs> Get it's her. my roommate, Oroku Saki! <laughs> <laughs> Making turtle soup! Uh, Working with a robot with a brain in his belly! <laughs> the Technodrome is a little old place where... Um, <laughs> jet setter with his friend Rocksteady. Look at that in my dreams. <laughs> in my dreams. <laughs> so, what other words are there? Uh, Keter from ancient Greek, the pure, originally used by practitioners of Orphism. I'm not using that one. Let her, met her. Irish setter. Oh, that's good. Sweater, wetter, pipetter, <laughs> upset her, header, deader, cheddar, shredder, sledder, <laughs> Eddie Vedder, <laughs> bell pepper, that's Zubin what, Meta. Okay, those are slit rhymes at best. Michael, last name of hope. So, I appreciate Michael the help, Ironside. Michael. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, he's a huge fan. <laughs> Thank you for your help, Michael. I mean, and you were great in scanners. Yeah, and Starship Troopers. Sure, Starship Poopers and Showgirls. Every he's been good in everything. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, not in Ironsides. Okay. Um. So. This is this is the last segment. We do more letters. No. Yeah, okay. I think I sing another song. I don't think so. Do we watch Unfriended again? <laughs> this is the part of the show where we watch the movie a second time, knowing what happens. <laughs> this is the part where we recommend a movie that we actually liked, uh, you know, in contrast to the usual crap. And um, it being October, maybe a horror movie? Doesn't have to be. But <laughs> it's a suggestion. Well, mine is not, so... I'm going to go go first, guys, because this one is going to ruffle some feathers. Maybe I should go last. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, just just kidding. I'm going to go first. So today, guys, I'm going to recommend a little movie that I think is about some kids who go to their grandma's house, and then their grandma turns out to be a killer granny. That movie is in theaters now called The Visit. Now, I'm recommending it. I haven't actually seen this movie. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Okay, tell me the backstory on this one. <laughs> it seems like you're, you're a little vague out. on the plot. 
<laughs> so this is a movie I saw a trailer for, and it had me hooked from the first frame. First off, I think it's <laughs> I think it's a found footage movie. Somebody's filming this granny having kids over. I don't know. It's crazy. And these kids find out that their grandparents are more than meets the eye. Uh, <laughs> they're transformers? Yeah. They're transforming into demons, probably. <laughs> So I think these, uh, I think their grandparents try to kill them. I'm not sure because, as I said before, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> but you guys can watch it and then tell me what you think, Dan. So wait, you're <laughs> recommending that people go see it and what review it for you? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, Dan, uh, that was the most ludicrous review I've heard yet. See if you can top him. <laughs> uh, you just got off a plane, didn't you? I, you know, <laughs> so I, how many movies did you see? I actually only watched one movie on the plane, and it, I didn't like it enough to recommend <clears> it. I watched Tomorrowland, which was better than I'd heard, but not good enough to. You were too distracted to by the Emmy that was sitting on your lap. Yeah, Emmy Rossum from TV's Shameless <laughs> would be distracted by that. <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend a movie that I actually haven't seen in a while. But uh, I remember liking... It's oh, called I, The Visit. Never saw it. <laughs> it's a trim 66 minutes. Uh, it's directed by Jacques Turner and produced by Val Luton. It's called The Leopard Man. Oh, okay, that is a good movie. About uh, there's some murders, a leopard escapes. Uh, but is it the leopard that's killing people? Or is it a man that's killing people? And it has, uh, you know, all of uh, Jacques Turner's uh, movies... Are heavy on the atmospherics, heavy on the suggestion. Well, Val Luton's movies. Yeah. Jacques Turner went on to do a number of different types of movies. That's true. He, he did it out of the past, right? That was mm-hmm. another of his. Uh, Jack Turner? No. Yeah, Jack Captain Turner. Captain Jack Turner. When he came to Ellis Island, that's what they changed his name to. <laughs> um, but uh, Turner D. Century. <laughs> this is the same Turner guy. Turner and Hooch. <laughs> Same man who did uh, I Walked With a Zombie, or same team that did I Walked With a Zombie, <coughs> same team that did Cat People. Uh, this is a slightly lesser-known movie, but very enjoyable. It has a cat in it. If you're looking for a classic horror movie, you could do worse than The Leopard Man. Again, a trim 66 minutes. <laughs> wow. Have an hour till your appointment? Go ahead and watch it. You're only yeah. going to be six minutes late. <laughs> I am not recommending a horror movie tonight because I did not have one prepared uh, because I don't have to answer to you people. I'm a busy man. I got Mm -hmm. lots of things on my plate. I am going to recommend a movie that is a 70s uh, noir type movie. Uh, It's in many ways the movie that I wished Robert Altman's The Long Goodbye was, which is strange because Robert Altman uh, produced this movie, not directed. Uh, And that's The Late Show with Art Carney and Lily Tomlin, where Art Carney is an aging, uh, over-the-hill detective who gets drawn into a mystery when his partner is killed, and it's somehow related to Lily Tomlin's missing cat. And uh, Lily Tomlin is very funny in it. It's not really a comedy, per se, but there's a lot of funny things in it. Uh, and that, Like clowns? or Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a clown yep. character. The villain's a clown. So. A lot of whoopee cushions. <laughs> but it's, it operates <laughs> in this... sprung to life like, due to evil magics. <laughs> It operates in this place kind of between drama and comedy, uh, and the characters are really strong, and there's some great performances in it by some, uh, what? What are you laughing at? Yeah, because Hercules is in it. Take it literally. I was just remembering that Stuart recommended a movie you didn't see. (laughs) There's some fun performances in it by Bill Macy, not William H. Macy, but Bill Macy from the TV show Maud, and Eugene Roche, who's a character actor who's in lots and lots of stuff. You'll recognize him when you see him. Mm -hmm. And... 
Uh, it's just a really like like a movie that for the amount of murders it has in it is very sweet. Uh, so that's The Late Show with Art Carney and Lily Tomlin, directed and written by Robert Benton. Two solid recommendations and one question mark. <laughs> one that was more of a recommendation to go and have an adventure, yeah. live life on the wild side. Maybe see a movie that you haven't had recommended to you. Give it a shot. Maybe you'll like it, maybe you won't. Worst to lose man. is a couple hours and 20 bucks. <laughs> 20 bucks? Where are you seeing this movie? On Mars? <laughs> are you a mom? <laughs> Mars needed me. So wait, that extra money is like the fucking, like, Price to go to Mars? No, no, it's the import fee. <laughs> yeah, no, that's they, no. They just charge more on Mars because okay. they got the exchange them. rate's fucking terrible. Because <laughs> everything has to be rocket blasted up there. They have no. Yeah, yeah. they're like. Uh, and the exchange rate to Martian crowns is super bad. Is that the Martian? Super bad. The movie. You have to trade in a DVD copy of it. <laughs> So that's why Earth is losing all its copies of Superbad. Mars needs Superbad. Um, so, guys, that's one uh, Shocktober down. Uh, I want to say, though, the next episode of this podcast has will- been canceled. Because <laughs> this, is, this is the Shocktober that the, uh, the, the mystics have warned us about. Mm-hmm. When they cast out the rune stones and read them, they see four Shocktober episodes this year. Oh, what? Due to... uh, Boogans indeed, Elliot. A a confluence (laughs) of the number of weeks in October and uh, a Maximum Fun promotion that will be four... The Great Switcheroo. ...Shocktober episodes. And that's what I wanted to say is the next episode of this podcast will be uh, the McElroy Brothers uh, as part of our Switch with the Adventure Zone. Wait, Griff Dog? Justinian? Uh Uh-huh. And... And Trave, Trave, Trav, Travson. They're going to be watching a movie and then talking about it flop style. Uh, that's the rumor. Um, so that's the rumor. Willis, Bruce Willis's <laughs> daughter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Magro brothers of, uh, as I said, the aforementioned Adventure Zone, and my brother and my brother and me will be uh, doing an episode of the show. I can't wait to hear it. They are hysterical It's going to be a good episode. Not as good as us. Part of it is better. that I love the idea of other people who have to do our th- uh, have yeah, to do what we have them. to do. There's been a lot there've been a lot of tweets that uh, suggest that one movie has already broken them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we these m- these men who ate Totino's pizza rolls for an entire hour one time. <laughs> um they're, so they're supermen. That'll be happening, but it also uh, that's, bears... That's coming up, yeah. Bears mentioning that, at the same time, we will be over on their podcast, The Adventure Zone, playing Dungeons & Dragons. Yep. So, check it out. Stuart was the DM. Dan was the... Didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> and what was Elliot? I was like a dragon man. Oh, you were a dragon man, huh? Which is also DM. Okay. And, uh, D- and Dan McCoy, <clears throat> DM. We were all DMs we were for all the DMs. day. And we were all BMs. And we were joined by... Because aren't we all the poop in... The universe's pants. We're all just, <laughs> just like in the movie, unfriendable. <laughs> I've been Elliot Kalen for the poop I, I kind of don't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know whether there's anything to add to that. Yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know. Uh, so he's been Elliot Poop Pants Kalen. That's the nickname. <laughs> I've been Stuart Poopy Face Wellington. Gross. And I've been Dan. I'm not going to play this game, McCoy. Poop Pants McCoy. <laughs> Can the I, poopiest uh, of them all. Good fright, everybody. <laughs> Spooky. Barf. <laughs> Podcast sandwich. 
podcast, Sam. <laughs> the secret ingredient is podcast. And beeps. The secret ingredient is nerds. The candy? That's gross. Yeah. I mean, I think if you paired it with the right meat, like uh, right. meat, like a uh, like a pimento loaf. <laughs> Yeah. This is all gold. I hope this is all going into the bumper reel yeah. or the bump it's reel. <laughs> the bump it's reel. <laughs> you put it in your hair to make your hair super tall. <laughs> because that's that's what bump people it. like to look like nowadays is people with giant yeah. <laughs> giant heads. You know the kids these days. Like I want to give off the impression that I have some kind of a stretched or an elongated skull. <laughs> Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Ty is a pedantic person. I think when he pronounces these words, it's, it's in a very show offy way. Gyro. Gyro. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Ayers Rock. Uluru. <laughs> <laughs> what you are witnessing is real. The participants are not actors, they are actual litigants with real cases. They call in via Skype to Judge John Hodgman's court, the real people's court. Now I call you to Judge John Hodgman's internet court. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts.